Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. 520 on MyTalk 1071. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. Julia is out because we told her to stay out. And so Holly Roberts is filling in with Lori today. Thank you, Danny Love. Thank you so much. So, one of the movies that people have been anticipating the sequel to for since the first movie came out in 2018, which was. A Quiet Place, which came out like March of 2018, was a huge hit. John Krasinski wrote it, wrote it, directed it, screenplayed it, and starred in it. Starred in it <laughs> with his wife. It made three hundred million dollars, wow. and Paramount ordered a sequel right away with Krasinski and Emily Blunt. And um, he, it was just such a surprise hit. And I remember we, well, all of us went. I oh, think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Great and we movie. were just like, oh my, because we went early. I, Donnie, I feel like you and I saw it like right away. Yeah, I was, I was early. That that first, you know, because yeah. a scary movie. I don't know why, but scarier suspense. I, I want to see earlier so the, you know, the surprise doesn't get ruined. Well, you don't want the word of mouth yes. to get to like, you. get out. Yeah. I wanted to see that right away. And anyway, so he is just, I love him so much. He's just such Very a great charming. actor. And uh, he's great on the Amazon show, uh, Jack Ryan. He's making the rounds. He was on GMA uh, last night, or the night before was the premiere in New York. And here's John Krasinski, because he was, we had heard after Quiet Place, like, we're like, oh, they're going to want to duplicate this success. And he was like, eh, you know, there wasn't, because the way that movie ended, mm-hmm. it had it? a perfect ending, it but it didn't seem like it would left anything. So here's what, uh, why John Krasinski changes mind about having a sequel, and it's just called A Quiet Place 2. Here we go. First of all, congratulations. Thank you so much. The rare film that people are saying the sequel is even perhaps better than the original. That's crazy. I'm so proud of it. I mean, it sounds extremely corny, but I um, I didn't want to do a sequel. Um, I didn't think that I could ever write anything that was more personal to me than the first one, more organic than the first one, um, story-wise to me, I mean. And... Um, the reason I had the idea to do a second one is I had an idea that I thought would actually be respectful enough of the, the love and the respect that the audience showed me on the first one. So as corny as it sounds, this is a thank you note to the audience who came out on the first one. And that's why we're calling it part two, because it just doesn't feel like a sequel. It feels like a continuation of the first story. And I really hope people uh, like it as much as, as we love making it. It's not corny at all. It's so well-deserved. I have to say congrats on SNL. Thank you very much. 
What can we look forward to? I have no idea. And if you find out, let me know, because I am terrified. That is, uh, that is my dream of all dreams. Uh, I've been saying I'm having an ex existential conversation with my eight-year-old self, because I've been watching SNL since I was eight, and I don't think I missed many in my, in my lifetime. So that show is uh, hallowed ground for me. Do you think you convince Emily to join you up there? No, because uh, she didn't convince me to go up on her, so it's kind of a competition. No, not at all. And can we just, for one moment, you're a brilliant filmmaker, obviously. Thank you. Your wife is stunning. Yes. I mean, how hot is she in that beautiful dress tonight? Pretty unbelievable. That's why I'm wearing this suit, because I know I'm an accessory, so I just try to be a good one. He is. <laughs> so good. He's so good. He I'm is. An accessory. He has Aww. a real relatability yes. charm that you can't fake. He kind of has a Jimmy Stewart vibe mm. to him. Yeah. That's yeah. like talking yes. and is kind of this, this self-deprecating. Yeah, because it was just, it was on the red carpet at the New York premiere and you know he's going and talking to every outlet and the gal from Extra wasn't even, you know, I didn't even really recognize her or whatever, but she had like good things and um so, remember, A Quiet Place, that opens this weekend here, I believe. Right, Donnie? Uh, no, a weekend after. The weekend the, after? Okay. The 20th. 20th. Okay, so in A Quiet Place, John Krasinski and his real-life wife, Emily Blunt, play parents, Evelyn and Lee Abbott, as they struggle to raise their children in a wor world overrun by deadly monsters who have heightened hearing. And A Quiet Place 2 picks up where the first movie leaves off. Oh, and okay. but before that, the movie will flash back to the day the creatures arrive. Oh, so we're getting a little because origin we don't story. know we that, that origin no, story. We don't. Do yeah, you, yeah. Do you want that? Yes. That, does that interest you? Yes. Yeah, and I guess does. early reactions for a Quiet Place Part Two have been positive, with many praising the world uh, world building and the cast performances, and the expectations are so high for this one. Because the first one was just such a perfect movie in in every way, and um, he he it is expected to be 2020's first good PG thirteen horror movie, which is a sweet spot in the box office. Well, here's the box office for a Quiet Place. The budget was around seventeen to twenty million dollars. Pretty low budget. Yeah, it grossed three hundred forty million dollars at the box office. So they're like. Small budget, big box office. We need to make this sequel. Yeah. They, well, they think it is going to... And he thinks... I also saw him on Good Morning America, and he said, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, I mean, I had such a great idea for this, but I really wasn't sure if the story could surpass the, the uh, original, but he was just so positive about it and so were the people that had seen the movie they're just mm -hmm. like this is so great are you oh. gonna do a quiet place three? Oh, gee oh <laughs> and he I'm just ready. said let me just get let me get <laughs> through this one but he did tell gma too i like this movie even better yeah, wow. so if you were a fan of that show the other big movie that's um that and i i guess i i guess i do i do uh you know like it that they're because i mean you do have to think, okay, maybe some of the movies will take a hit, but A Quiet Place, that is a PG-13. I think that's going to be fine. The yeah. other movie that premiered uh, last night is Mulan, mm. which is the Disney live action. Also PG-13. PG-13, yeah. and uh, it doesn't feel like Disney is oversaturated with the Mulan. It looks really, really good. Here's why this Mulan live action reboot 
the reason it's going to work is because it takes the story of Mulan that was in the animated feature from right? 20 years ago, but it's not just doing a shot for shot remake of the movie that we've already seen. They're taking this story and they're doing something new with it. They're doing something fresh with it and they're telling it in a different way. For, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but from all the things that I can see about it, and that's been my major criticism of all of the live action reboots. It's like, well, why do, why do I need to see The Lion King with CGI? Right. What's the point? Right. This one is actually, seems like it's offering something different and exciting. Yes, it does. It kind of has a crouching uh, tiger. I hidden. was just thinking It's that. got that yeah. feel. Yeah, kind of special effects. Yeah. It's got that feel too it and then the original Mulan Ming Na Wen who voiced the animated she showed up at the premiere last night looking like a 56 year old vampire just so gorgeous (laughs) Christina Aguilera was there Donnie posted a photo of her She's got a song in the movie. Yeah, we played it on Friday. Yeah, yeah she looks good because she sang the song Reflections from the original yeah, Mulan that's right. as a teenager. So she looks good. It's kind of sitting at 83%. I looked at Ooh, some of the good. early reviews and they just said this is just everything. And it's going to just really make also Asian kids and boys and girls just feel like, wow. Yeah, just having good representation yes, of themselves yeah. on the screen. Great. And the star of it, um, she wore, uh, her name is Lou Wafai. Wafai? Not sure. Wifei? Anyway, she wore an absolutely stunning Ellie Saab gown. She just was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I like that Christina Aguilera, she wore a pink and red, so very, you know, fitting with the theme. So that's an exciting movie that's uh, coming out. And. Here is something, uh, you know, yesterday we heard that Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas, uh, who was so great um, in Knives Out, she played the housekeeper who ends up getting in the will a lot of money. And she um, is co-starring with Ben Affleck in a movie called Deepwater, which isn't even out till November. Right. So they were in Cuba together and we're like, well, this seems early for a publicity type of relationship, as you guys call it, publationship. Yes. It seems early. Right. Because the movie's done filming. He's got his basketball movie to do. Well, an Affleck source confirmed to People magazine that they are dating. And that they were getting hot and heavy at an airport in Costa Rica. Yeah. (laughs) There's no insider gushing to people about how much they have in common. So we're being spared (laughs) that. They just like making out with each other. They're two hot people who like to make out with each other. Uh, Yeah, we just got a brief. uh, Ben and Anna had a great time, a source tells people. Uh, Anna was his tour guide, took him to all her favorite places. Ben seemed to love the trip. He was in a great mood and very friendly. Posed for fans multiple times. They enjoyed several restaurants and enjoyed Cuban cuisine. And they can converse in Spanish. That's right. She's fluent. And uh, anyway, they, they, yeah, they were seen making out at the airport before boarding their private jet. The Ben Affleck source said they're definitely dating. Okay. Eating so, each other's faces. Well, yeah. congratulations, well, happy were, kids. Have some fun. They were playing lovers in the movie. We've seen this. It's a tale as old as time. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Very but true. I hope this ends before they have to promote their movie in a oh, few months. Oh, yeah. Because they can handle that like probes, but I feel like this has disaster written all over oh, it. But if it's just a love affair yeah. for just right now yeah. and she doesn't get... All, you know, think, because let me tell you, a guy who's 47 with all those kids and all that baggage. No, 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 because that's the thing. You want to go on the private jet to Costa Rica. You want to make out. You want to have adventures in Cuba. 
and then you want to leave because you don't want to deal with the rest of that baggage. Give it until maybe August. Yeah, just see where it goes. Just have fun, Anna. Just have fun. And I feel like Ben's a good kisser and probably great in the sack. So, you know. (laughs) Can't complain. Can't complain. All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right. Holly, 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 holly. What are we talking about? Hi, guys. Long time no talk. So let's talk about this story concerning Harvey Weinstein. So uh, unsealed court documents from the Harvey Weinstein criminal trial. Some of the things that we're learning about today was that Harvey Weinstein suggested that Jennifer Aniston, quote, should be killed Upon learning that the National Enquirer was planning to report he sexually assaulted her. So this happened back in October of 2017. That's the same month that the New York Times ran their expose on Harvey Weinstein. So this happened a couple of years ago. And apparently Harvey Weinstein's spokeswoman forwarded him an email from the National Enquirer. She wrote, not sure if you saw this one, Jennifer Aniston. And in the email, the Enquirer said that Jennifer confided to a friend that during the production of the 2005 movie Derailed, Weinstein sexually assaulted her by pressing up against her back and grabbing her buttocks. Well, I believe it 100%. You can see that happening. He's such a pig. So that was the story that the Inquirer was running with. And then Harvey Weinstein took about 45 minutes to reply on his iPhone and just said, quote, Jen Aniston should be killed. My word. Well, I think yeah. she's talked before that he was a pig. Yes. Yes. That she 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 was asked about him because yeah, she might have been a friend's star, so he might not have overtly done it, but he might have been creepy to her. And it right. sounds like uh, he was creepy to well, her. Well, right. So that story, Lori, coming from an interview that she did with Variety last year, she called Weinstein. He piggish, and uh, she said this all happened during the premiere dinner for that movie Derailed. Okay. So she said, I remember I was sitting at the dinner table with Clive Owen, and our producers and a friend of mine was sitting with me. Jennifer Aniston said, and he literally came to my table and said to my friend, get up, and I was like, oh my gosh. And so my friend got up and moved, and Harvey sat down. Jennifer Aniston said it was just such a level of gross entitlement and piggish behavior. So and she it, was being couched, she was being quote unquote nice and not coming, you know, didn't say he reached over and, mm, you know, yeah. grabbed. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
oh. made a mouth, uh, some kind of a lewd mouth <laughs> gesture. Well, oh and gosh. remember, this was the same article that Jennifer Aniston said that Harvey Weinstein tried to bully her into wearing Marquesa for the premiere of Derailed. Bingo. Yes. Yes. That's she right. refused. So right. I think she was on Harvey Weinstein's crap list. Yeah. Wow. After that. Wow. Yeah. And then that story got killed by the Inquirer, by or Harvey. Yeah, by yeah. Harvey. And some of the things that we learn in these unsealed court documents, too, are the people that Harvey Weinstein was reaching out to to help him in his time of crisis, so to speak, a couple of years ago. Uh, some of the people he was reaching out to included Jeff Bezos, uh, Tim Cook from Apple. All these guys. He reached out to Mike Bloomberg. And they helped? Well, no, sometimes. Not, I don't know necessarily. Like this, this woman is, I mean, you know, there were people who were very complicit in all of his behavior. The, I got to think that those people just, well, we see that in the morning show. Yeah. Where people question their complicity on how something yeah, happened. Right. Yeah. Well, and then it just kind of speaks to the fact that the people that Harvey Weinstein was reaching out to, just think of those power players and yeah. you know, you can make judgments as you will. Yeah. There was one person that the New York Times pointed out that Harvey Weinstein reached out to. It was a political consultant and she essentially gave him the advice like I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the copy mm-hmm. in front of me, but she was just like, "You know what? You need to bunker bunker down and accept the consequences and shut up." Mm-hmm. Like you just need to shut You've up. You've got too many people that are singing yes. the same story and yes. telling the same facts. Yeah. Right. And yeah. just accept the consequences for your behavior. And she was the only they never, one. But people don't. No. And, and by all means, what we're hearing from Harvey Weinstein, what we're hearing from his people in Rikers Island is he's the kind of person who's never going to understand what he has done. He is living in such a state of denial. Yeah. That's so true. And so, you know, his people are being like, Harvey Weinstein's going to die behind bars. I can only imagine how many people he had a hole when he became a producer of Project Runway. Uh Uh-huh. When it moved to Lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he had a whole new recruiting thing for for models, because those... Gals that are on that show, I love Project Runway. I quit watching it was on Lifetime, but now that it's back on Bravo. You like it? Do you like Carly Kloss as a judge? She's okay. I live for Christian Siriano and and uh, Brandon Maxwell. Are you going to check out the Amazon show with Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn? I will because I love Tim Gunn. Make it work. Yeah. Make it work. I love Tim Gunn. He yeah. is just, I just adore him. Well, and then you can take the rabbit hole even further down when thinking about Harvey Weinstein, executive producing Project Runway, and then the, the thread of Heidi Klum being a former Victoria's Secret angel, and then the relationship of Victoria's Secret and Jeffrey Epstein and all of these other people. And That's then you true. just start to go down this rabbit hole of how these people in really big positions of power are all interconnected with each yeah. other. Yeah. And didn't didn't Heidi Klum have a, a child with uh, Flatorio or uh, Bravissimo Flatorio? I know I'm getting the name all mixed <laughs> well, up. I like that, it. That, 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 that guy. He's Bravissimo a race Flatorio. car. <laughs> I feel like he's a race car driver, and he's had baby. He's had a couple. Like he's had a couple kids with other supermodels, or at least one other super Flavio, and he always now he's like seventy five, and he's got like a twenty one year old. But when he was with Heidi, okay. maybe he was in his fifties, and she was in Flavio tra- Briatore. Thank you. There we go. There <laughs> you, you go. You're darn close. Lori. He is a businessman. He is sixty nine years old. He has two children, one of them with Heidi Klum. But just taking that big yes macro look, yeah, yeah, at. 
all of these stories and a lot of it in the absence of fact yeah is conspiracy so you but know it's connected. only speculation but it's it, it's connected and i think that one of the things is just huh interesting looking at it and i think in particular with heidi klum one of the things that ah the light bulb went off in my head so do you remember a couple of weeks ago it was announced that heidi klum and sofia vergara are back as judges on America's Got Talent. Now, right. Sophia doing it for the first time, Heidi Klum coming back. Well, in all of that drama that happened with Gabrielle Union and America's mm-hmm. Got Talent and Gabrielle Union calling out uh, the pr- business practices of America Got Talent, saying that, you know, they, they are were always re- telling her hair was too yes, black. Or yes. She was changing it too exactly. much. Exactly. And, and that and the other and dumb thing. Thank you. That Heidi Klum was defending America's Got Talent. Well, and then we learn a month later, oh, well, she has a job with America's Got Talent. And what? Why anyone gives her a judging job when she has one of the most annoying voices known <laughs> to mankind? As you always remind oh, no, but I've, thought about I, it. I've never, I've never heard anyone say how much they love her, her accent. She has a very annoying tone of voice and a particular kind of a. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. But these are the things Uh, when you're reading all of these entertainment stories, putting the little pieces of the puzzle together, being like, well, why is this person? Why is Harvey Weinstein talking to these people and reaching out for help? What are the projects that he's involved in? Where are the Venn diagrams? Where's my conspiracy theory red string that I can put on the studio wall, Lori, right now? Well, that was like uh, we always had the conspiracy theory about Heidi Klum and Seal. Why do you get remarried once a year? This is such a red flag. Look at us. We have the best Halloween party and we always get remarried every year. Sounds exhausting. (laughs) Who would want to get married every year? Go on a great vacation. Yes. Get remarried every year with a party and a bunch of people. I got got no time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. uh, Do we have time for traffic? Sure, we always have time for traffic. It is uh, brought to you by the uh, YMCA A's of the Twin Cities. Traffic incident reported 94 westbound, uh, let's see, Marion Street and Kellogg Boulevard, Dale Street, that area. We don't know exactly what the incident is. We never do. Another incident. Oh, no, that's one we just told you about, so never mind that. Let's move on up to here to uh, Highway uh, 694 and actually 35W Northbound. I stand corrected. 35W Northbound. There is a stalled vehicle between 694 and Ramsey, uh, Ramsey 96. And that would be in New Brighton. Over here on 169 South. Hey, what, 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 what are we doing? That. What is Tuesday? The study of Okay, well, um, <laughs> you know, this was a study that I don't think we needed. I think yeah, that we knew usually. it. <laughs> it was published in Cell as in, you know, the biology cell. Oh, thank you. I didn't think it was a prison cell, but thank you. Well, I know, but it was research. (laughs) It was research from the Sock Institute for Biological Studies came up with this uh, study of DA. And here it is. Here's the headline. Want a longer, healthier life? Eat less. Well, duh. Thank you. Right, Thank well, you. let's break it down on what they're cost? saying. They're just saying uh, less calories in, uh, perhaps a longer life. 
I mean, give us something useful, like how not to age. How can we stop that? But uh, aging, uh, you know, cutting back on galleries. I mean, I feel like we've known this one that you got to watch. Got to watch what you eat. Yeah, I mean, what you eat watches you. That's right. Anyway, and what they did is they used rats and they gave one group of rats. Uh, a, a, a plenty healthy diet, and then the other group of rats they restricted their diet by thirty percent. And the dat diet, the that the rats that had less calories lived longer by how much? Two, two we, months. Uh, two months. Well, that's in in, in rat <laughs> in rat, rat years. age. Duh, Donnie. They just confirmed. <laughs> yeah, they just confirmed the old saying: "You are what you eat." Is true. Thank you. Is what Science. that study is. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. Okay. So thank you. We knew that. Now we know again. Here's another one. Now this one, though, could possibly be helpful. Okay. I know, um, you know, like when you're first dating somebody and everybody's on their best behavior and no one, you know, at least if uh, many women pretend as if they don't have one bodily function. (laughs) You know what I mean? The first three months, at least, at least for guys, it only takes them a month of dating you to feel comfortable with all things bathroom. Women are a little bit more. Not that way, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, you can say that for yeah. most women. Okay, so if uh, so, this was kind of this was a, a, a very funny study that came to us from a bathroom product company across the pond called Drench. But I do like what they found with this study, and they just wanted to ask people in new relationships about bathroom usage. I can get behind this study. I'm curious about. Is it still the same way as back when I was dating? Because I've been married, you know, for 20 years and blah, blah, blah. Well, yep, it is. So guys are completely, completely, after one month, comfortable about discussing, doing anything about their uh, uh, toilet usage. Okay, that's all it takes, guys. (laughs) That's it? That's it. That's it. On the other hand, most women, regardless of their partners being they're gay straight by whatever it is about seven months seven months seven months oh. wow that's a long shy colon right that's just a long but maybe you're not moving in together if you this if you weren't living together with someone that might could take seven months understandable maybe, okay understandable anyway but here's the big thing here is the oh big thing here we go <laughs> almost 60 percent of couples share their bathroom Towel. I gasped. No. What? I gasped. No. No. no, no, even, no. even I'm no, gasping, and I'm going to let you know the bar is low. No, <laughs> the bar is no, low for me. No, I don't do that. No. Yeah. Have your own towel. And why? Yes. Tell me why. Why do you think? Why do you think this study says this is so important? Less laundry. Oh, Donnie, we no. were on the wrong oh, track. Sorry. You need to remember this is study of duh. Ask oh. the question again. Okay, so 60% of couples share towels, and this is not a good idea because... Because you don't know what bits have been on the towel. Ding, 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 oh. ding, ding. That's <laughs> right. right. 90% yeah. of bathroom towels are contaminated with fecal material. Duh! Okay. okay. <laughs> Not everybody's a good washer. Not everybody's a good scrubber. They don't have a bar of soap or whatever. 
And so, and 14% of towels have E. coli on them. Oh, Lordy. So this is why you never, ever share a bathroom towel. I don't care if you've been married for 50 years. You don't, in marriage, one can share a lot of things. Not towels. Not towels. We draw the line at towels. 36% of people said they would never share towels, but that means more people share them. And um, and 63% of the British couple leave the bathroom door open while using the toilet. What percentage? 63%. Wow. I'm still going to keep the door closed. Ditto. Just still leave a little... Just a small sliver <laughs> of 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 <laughs> fantasy of being like right. you know that oh, I do brother. this right. right, but we don't need to be yeah. And I'm I with don't you. need to share your dingleberries. Okay, no, thank you. Thank but, you. Oh my goodness, that's just nasty. How about that? Ninety percent nasty. Yeah. Nasty. How often do you like change your towel? Is that too personal? Mm, no, I would I'm like say two or three two days. or three days. Yeah, I would say that I probably. I think guys might go a little bit longer. We do. You do, but yeah. I think most. I love a fluffy bath towel. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't love towels as much as I love shoes and luggage and travel. But I am a fan of buying towels. Yeah, just yes. buy a few quality towels, and then I shower a lot at gyms and yoga studios, and then I use a new one every time. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to keep it somewhat okay. hygienic. Illusions. Yeah. Okay. Now this is kind of a cute study. Um, uh, and this was published, this was a real study, you guys. This was published in Scientific Report. Okay? Oh, wow. there you go. And um, they, this is from Lincoln University in Lincoln, in- England. And they wanted uh, to uh, look at animal magnetism. Uh, and uh, this is what they found out. They asked a group of uh, study participants, participants to rate how willing they would be to approach various monkeys. They were studying animal magnetism. <laughs> various monkeys? Very monkeys. What? Various <laughs> monkeys. And I just thought, wow, okay. I would not have participated in this study. Yeah, really? So well, here's, duh. here's, I know, it's yeah. So well, they weren't really in the room with monkeys. They were shown photos of, do you call them macaws? Macaques. Macaques. Is that what you call them? They're, they're very... Gibraltar and North Africa, they interact with uh, tourists. They will be the posing monkeys, mm, you know, picture okay. monkeys. So people were asked to grade the monkeys' faces based on did this monkey look trustworthy? <laughs> did it look like it was a sociable monkey? Was it a cute monkey? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did it seem like a dominant monkey? And whether or not you would ever approach that monkey in a real life situation. Ah, uh, okay. yes. I have a theory on this. Okay, I, like, tell me. My theory is that the monkey that has the least amount of charisma is a baboon because they are scary. They I are a little never, fierce looking. Yeah. I would never approach yes. one. I have seen them represented in such things as Ren and Stimpy cartoons. Yes. And they will come after you yeah, with their no, big teeth. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. what they found is that everyone, the cuter the monkey was, the more they said, oh, yeah, I'd walk towards it, I'd feed it, I'd get my photos with it. And if the monkey was cuter, younger, more feminine, all of that was better. But the monkeys that appeared dominant, like a baboon, a gorilla, they've got the big rigid. I mean, they uh, really yes. look like they mean business. Mm. Even a chimpanzee. Sure. Mm. People consider them, that looks like a dangerous monkey. But if they, they were actually given the opportunity to interact with the monkeys... 
the dominant primates made the stronger connection with people over the cute little interesting isn't that interesting that is very fascinating and once they actually interacted it was the yeah they had the ones they wanted to avoid ended up being the ones that they i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They liked the most. Probably hmm. maybe having to do with the intelligence factor, being able to connect yeah, with maybe. great apes, gorillas, yeah. orangutans. They're very intelligent We creatures. recognize some of their facial expressions more than we do in the little the little tiny mm-hmm. faces of yes. some of the cute little monkeys <laughs> yeah, that seem very... marmoset. Yeah, right. We're like, I don't recognize that face, yes. but I recognize this baboon. <laughs> that one monkey it that looks, looks like, like my Uncle Craig. Yeah. <laughs> right. Except he'll rip your face off. Right, yeah. right. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of an interesting uh, study of that. All right, listen, when we come back, we do have a couple of other stories we haven't caught you up on. Miss a My Talk moment? You can always stream or download your favorite show as a podcast. Wherever you find your podcast or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Why do I pull you close and then ask you for space? If all it is to say that is why is it so fun to say? Taken. They'd go to the Ivy, they'd be papped at the Ivy next door, and then they'd be... I think Kitson's was in A Simple Life. Probably. The, yeah, I would only It's been in The Real Housewives. I mean, Dorit had a window at Kitson in last seasons of Beverly Hills. So it's a clothing store. It's Yeah, and yeah. they sell tchotchkes, and they sell expensive gum or keychains, and they just sell all kinds of... Like, fancy version of what you can find in, an, like, a... What's right down on Hollywood Boulevard in one of the great souvenir shops of L.A., which I kind of like, you know, those, but fancier, more expensive. So this is what they're doing. They did this back in the day. They had, uh, you know, um, Jennifer, team Jennifer Aniston or team Angelina when when the Brad breakup happened. So they are offering T-shirts now, $38, and it's team William and Kate versus team Harry and Megan, that's the actual T-shirt. They didn't put any effort into these shirts at all. <laughs> They're men's style crew T-shirt. They're not even flattering on on a woman. So they really were not sure uh, uh, how well these were going to sell. But uh, just so you know, Team William and Kate are out selling Harry and Megan two to one. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm shocked. I know. So but that's that's happening, just the, so you know. These are ugly t-shirts. They're so ugly. They, they put no thought into it, but congratulations, because these t-shirts totally worked, because I think that Kitson went out of business, and then somebody must have purchased, purchased the, name, the name, and then mm. they went back into business, because, Lori, you said over the break, I'm going to talk about Kitson, what, for Vintage Scandal? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, well, what, what is this? Yeah, because the original Team Jolie, Team Aniston, they were kind of cute baseball shirts, and at Paris and her sister Nikki would wear one of each, and then yes. they'd come out of Kitson with all their free crap. 
Oh, memories. Yeah, you're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they only sell online yeah. anymore. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, they're not cute. But they are posing in front of the store where it used to be. The yeah. empty space. Okay. The well, second best thing. No <laughs> the second best thing. Well, it's just the empty storefront. They've got yeah. a, a couple of gals. So, and then just so you know, uh, chapter two books. You guys are always so nice, but they just said thanks, you guys, for reminding people to shop local. And it's very important. And by the way, if anyone doesn't know, local bookstores have online shopping and pre-orders. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like, uh, you know, you know who, except they've got a location in town. So that right. is good. That's a good reminder, too, for them. Also trending on uh, Twitter, just so you know, this is actually kind of funny. Sears Tower is tr- uh, trending because somebody, Aon, the company Aon, A-O-N, is buying... Sears Towers, which tried to, when they sold it to Willis, they tried to remember they, that it was Change going to be the called name. the Willis Towers. Yeah. But nobody calls it the nobody Willis Towers. Nobody calls it. It's still called Sears Towers. So now yeah. there's a th- another owner coming, and they're like, oh, yeah. Uh, Aon is calling, is buying Willis Towers Watson, which means we might have to get used to calling Willis Towers something new again. What do you think we should call it? And people are just saying the same thing we've always been calling right. it, Sears Tower. Yeah, That's right. Nobody yeah. calls ever it says that I went to the Willis Tower. tower. To be like, what? What? What tower what is that? What are you that? talking where about? The, where were you? Yeah, where were you? <laughs> um, Jenny Lewis is trending, um, and she's trending because of haters. Um, so... That's, Jenny Lewis, the musician? Yes, An the actor? musician. Who's yeah. hating on her? I'm not even going to look. No. Rude. Mm-hmm. Miracle Whip is trending because someone hated on Miracle Whip. Oh, rude. <laughs> and I do love Twitter uh, for that reason because I do like it when Miracle some Whip. random thing is uh, uh, doing that. It, just somebody who has a lot of Twitter followers compared Miracle Whip to like the bottom of hell and Miracle Whip blocked. The guy with a lot of followers. <laughs> so that's, see, that's an example of Twitter done good. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah. what would you say? Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Oh, mayonnaise. I like them both. Oh, oh, right. oh I like them both. A centrist here. I really do. Spreads. My mom makes shrimp salad and she makes it with Miracle Whip and I love it. It tastes so good. She seasons it just right. Oh, okay. And then sometimes I make something at home and then I use you know, mayo with olive oil in it, and then I think that tastes great. I like stuff with mayo or Miracle Whip. I'm not picky. You'll just eat it all. I love the white stuff on the two sides of the bread. I really do. Or in a... in a, a simple gal. I'm a simple gal. A simple I mean, do you guys have a thing? I mean, Donnie, I'm not even going to ask you, because yeah, of course it's mayonnaise. It's probably homemade. It's probably homemade <laughs> mayonnaise like the French. <laughs> What can I say? Oh, but boy. it is really good if you've ever parents. had it. You know, if you've ever had a, a real homemade mayonnaise. Oh, it's delicious! It's it is amazing. Do you you don't care, Holly? Do you want a oh, mayonnaise Miracle Whip? There's something about it. That gets in the back of my throat. Oh, really? And it makes oh, me right. gag. Right. Oh, dear. Just, yeah, I have well, a violent reaction to it. No, yeah. no, right. no, no, no. Anyway, and then the other thing that's trending is MGM Resorts. And that is because uh, all the MGM Resorts, which is like, you know, Bellagio and... You, you know whatever else is under that. Anyway, they're not. They're cutting down on the no more. No more. Um, 
Crab legs. The buffets are closing right now. Oh, I mean, yeah, a lot of, yeah, buffets. It's right. Mandalay Bay. It's yeah. MGM. Well, I told you, you know, I mean, this is serious business. Yeah. But Joy right. and I ate in a couple of buffets, and she laughed at me because I got a napkin to handle the tongs. All the la- okay. ladles. I see. Well, and that she, makes she, sense, actually. I, and she didn't. Donnie, I've always done and, this. And she's oh, always I, giving me crap. Yeah, and where I, is she today? Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, it's temporarily closing the buffets. So that's Aria, Bellagio, MGM, Mandalay Bay, the Mirage, Luxor, and Excalibur. Wow. So you know who's going to be happy about that, though? Uh, Who? Maybe all the people who have to chop everything. You know? (laughs) They might be just like, oh, and they're just going to get everything clean they're going to probably redo how they do some of the stuff but oh. i mean this is real this they're, is real they're looking at every places that hands are touching yeah. oh which is everywhere which is